0: Hey there, this is Lisa with DistressedMullet.com, and this is Paddle All the Things. <laughs> Episode 7 of Paddle All the Things with the incomparable master of stoke, Joel Yang, owner and operator of the most extraordinary Cumbie River Gorge Guide Service known as Downwind Hood River Stoke on the Water.
1: Thanks for having me on, Lisa.
0: (laughs) Sitting here with our coffee, Joel's kitchen table, overlooking the, what, oh about the middle of the Viento run, would you say? Not quite the middle?
1: We're about the last, right near the last third. Last third. Right right, at, right, right over, overlooking uh, the Split Rock location. Once you pass Split Rock, you'll know that, all right, we've got about the last third to go, and we can relax and chill out to the end.
0: Awesome. It's a beautiful spot. thank you for for having me. And that's who's that in the background? Is that Spooky? It's
1: probably Ollie. Or
0: Ollie. <laughs> okay. Um so this is what third year of Stoke on the Water?
1: Yes it is. We we unofficially started um three summers ago, towards the end of the summer in August. Um, so last year was our first full summer and then this year we're rolling and so it's kind of like unofficially year three right.
0: and so for the folks who maybe don't know explain what, what services you provide to paddlers who come out to the gorge
1: so uh, we specifically provide clinics and um, guided runs for stand up paddling downwind stand up paddling on the Columbia River um. Everyone knows that the traditional run is called the Viento Run, and um, it's not one that um, should be winged, because <laughs> um, people come out here and you get all excited and you want to go downwinding, and the concept of downwinding here is very different because, you know, you're going downwind but you're paddling upriver, so there's current and there's obstacles and there's a lot of different character traits of this river that are unsafe. And so our focus is to make it fun, right? It's to demystify downwinding, um, to bring you through several clinics of the type of skills you need, um, how to understand reading the water. um, And the ultimate goal is to work with you to help you unlock your skills to develop a better relationship with the Columbia River because um, sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's gnarly, sometimes it's intimidating, but at the end of the day, we want you to get out on the river confidently and to have fun with it. You know, the the river's energy is quite intense and it's a a really beautiful thing. I I always like to say, uh, I got into downwinding for anger management (laughs) and um, in Mother Nature's Wrath, I find my piece, and I and I love it. And when you see, folks come out here and downwind, and 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 it clicks. It's a beautiful thing, right? Because they have honed in on a skill that they have now unlocked, and they can replicate it. It's no longer like fluke. And when a customer all of a sudden realizes that downwinding is not just about hammering, and punching it and catching one bump or two bumps all of a sudden now they can look up and see patterns on the water and they're like wow there's you know rollers to the left and there's you know pyramids in front of me and it's choppy or flat to the right and they know where to go and you can see them work on it it's a beautiful thing like all of a sudden they're stringing you know Four, or five glides, and they're regressing, and 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 you just you see the the look in their face, and it's really rewarding. But of course, to get there requires a lot of work. You know, a lot of folks don't realize that. You know, the viento put in there's there's this washing machine action, and you know, no matter how fit or strong you are, a lot of it has to do with like being in conditions that that replicate that rough washing machine effect, and you know, it's like they'll hammer at it and go swimming like a dozen times and I'll be like, hey, slow down, you know, slow down. And, and my job is is to encourage folks to slow down and not over paddle, right? That The goal is to really take your time and um, it, it's like saying if you're sitting down at a meal and it's a delicious meal, you've got the, the best cup of brew or or wine with you, why would you want to rush the meal, right? Take your time, savor your bites, and and, and, and enjoy the time with this delicious meal, and downwinding is very much like that, you know, like, right. you don't really need the word speed, or fast added into, you know, the formula, a lot of it has to do with, you know, slowing down, because when you slow down, you're able to actually go faster, it's kind of silly, but that's, well, that's no, the mindset behind it.
0: it, it and it, It's, you know, Dave Kalama has said that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Even even just when, not in the context of downwinding, but in the context of, you know, the forward stroke. You know, sometimes you have to slow it down to be more efficient and go faster. And and this is just like taking that flat water idea to, like, level 11. (laughs) Um, Because, yeah, Yeah. you, you have to, you know... And I think, too, that the thing that's so amazing when I come to the gorge that I, I sometimes have to remind myself to do is to stop for a minute and turn around. And when you do that, because a lot of times, you know, we're taking you know, the best one is in the afternoon, right? Right. So you, you start to get that beautiful golden hour light. And when you slow down for a minute... And stop and turn around and you just see the beauty that's behind you. And maybe it's that wrathful beauty that you spoke yeah, so eloquently yeah. of. Or maybe it's just the mountains meeting the water and the the clouds. And
1: the light streaming through. And the light streaming, and the light through, streaming yeah. through And, you're and the like, light and shadow in the water. Wow, yeah. this
0: is a special place. Yeah, it's
1: got, definitely it's got an amazing backdrop. You know, I will never take the view as I'm downwinding for granted a lot of the downwinding that I did prior to here that I thought was downwinding you're like okay it's downwinding but you know when you're here you're like wow every aspect of it from when you walk down that path yeah to you know the put in at Viento and you're just looking and you're like wow I am here you know and it's like this is my third year we're rolling into third year of living here and I've taken that path, I don't know how many times, I still love walking down that path and seeing the water and hearing the wind go through the trees. And and um, even when I've, you know, worked on the, the Viento Park work parties where we're clearing the brush and helping just like, you know, get rid of, like, the blackberry bushes and all that stuff. <laughs> I'm not even downwinding then, and I st- I'm still excited to, like, be there because I can kind of visualize the paths that we take to get to the water. Of course, there's some things that I wish we could do, like create more of a wind barrier, but that's beyond the point, right? You just, looking at that view, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah.
0: breathtakingly spectacular, and, and I think a lot of times, wherever we're paddling, what forget to do that.
1: Um, and especially with downwinding, right? When the yeah. action's really going, you have a tendency to start like getting this tunnel vision, and all you're doing is just like looking down because you don't want to pearl. And sometimes I have to tell myself, "Hey, stop rushing," right? You know. And and I often, when I'm with customers, I tell them, "Hey, sit down for a second, have a snack, look around," right? Yeah. You know. Um, and 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 then you get the wow, because, you know, you're not on the freeway, you know, you're, you're, you're on the water, you get to see the cliffs and you get to see, you know, just the the different landforms, and you see how, you know, the water's rolling, you know, even though the, the river's a a mile wide, you look to the left and you look to the right and the water's making different patterns and different shapes and it's just pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think too, that's, that's, you know, the name of the podcast is paddle all the things. And a lot of people ask me when you, you go to these places and you're downwinding, and you, you know, when you're at home, you paddle your lawn boats. Why don't you downwind that? Um, I think for me, it's one of the reasons, the same reason why I was attracted to stand-up paddling initially. When you're standing up, you see more than when you're sitting down. And so when I'm trying to learn how to do this and to keep unlocking the skills, if I'm sitting down, unless I have Danny Ching behind me, which last year I you did, sport, you you did to, to yeah. be in a two-man yeah. getting a lesson from him, or Jeremy Riggs, mm-hmm. it, um, I, I'm not necessarily going to see those patterns as well because I'm at water we'll sit level. Low. Yeah. But when I'm standing up, then I can start to see, and it's like I those magic eye paintings mm-hmm. from the '80s, you know, yeah. which I can't do. I've never been able to like <laughs> see them. Yeah, but it's like a magic eye painting because, you know, all of a sudden, you you get out there, and maybe the first time you downwind, and it's just like, well, okay, I see the bump, but and I see the back of the bump, and I know I'm supposed to paddle to get onto the back of that bump but what do you mean catch the smaller ones to get to the bigger ones I don't see it and then all of a sudden it's like the magic eye thing kicks in and you see all those patterns and you see the littlest bump getting to the bigger bump getting to the big and then the big bump
1: right and, right, then, and yeah. it's just so, yeah. and I'm
0: not so sure that I would see that as well where I am right now in my own learning process if I was sitting down
1: Yeah. Your, your line of sight is much higher. Right. And, and so all of a sudden it's like when you, when you feel something and you recognize it under your underfoot, like when you, when it translates from the water to your board to your feet and you're like, oh, okay, well, I want to catch that one, but I can't. What is happening? You can evaluate it. Because your line of sight is higher and you can right. see that some of it is, you know, really sticky and you're like, why is it sticky? How can the water be sticky? And it has to do with the current. But when you're sitting lower, you see it and you, you just go for it, right? You're, you're, you're gunning it and gunning it and gunning right. it. And then you get frustrated, especially when the conditions are bigger everything gets masked right because you hear sounds you hear the water you see like the huge rollers going and you're just so excited you want to catch it all but sometimes you could you could paddle yourself into a spot that's where the water is just like it's it's not gonna do anything for you whereas when you're standing up and you look out and you'd be like wow that just looks like there's a lot of oh that came from the barge that passed by us like a moment ago and you can see it, you know, it bounces off the wall and there's reverb and it's making this, 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 this wrathful, messy pyramid laundromat (laughs) conditions, (laughs) you know, it's almost like river rapids, right? You know, why, why is it churned up like that? You know, and, and, you know, of course when, when you spend as much time as, you know some of the locals here do out in the water you learn how to ride that and it's super fun but but if you know and can see a path where you can ride out of that to cleaner bumps then when you're standing up you'll be like oh i don't want to paddle into the mess i can you know paddle around it because right. there's some smaller bumps that can pull you through until you get back into the cleaner bumps again and that's kind of a nice thing to see i can i know that um, the only times i ever get ill <laughs> On the river is when I'm sitting down foodling with something
0: Foodling. foodling, right? with whether it's
1: the camera or with with you know equipment and you're sitting down and you're sitting low. and all of a sudden, like you you, you feel like blah, 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 blah. you feel like your food come up or oh. yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden, you're like, oh my gosh, how am I getting seasick on this river is because you're you're sitting low right. and you're getting tossed around. and usually i I, I shake that when when you pop up and you start riding again you know it's like you're looking too closely at you know is the camera on or, it's know, like yeah. Cars, like, like yeah. yeah, exactly car, yes car, yes car sick yeah. seasick yeah. yeah so it's one of those interesting things where you know I think with with stand up it's like my likeliness of, of getting like you know motion sickness you know on, on these conditions is, is much less than if I were on a surf ski or in, on an OC
0: right
1: you know yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there was a tangent there. Yeah, I was, Get, I getting, was, I was getting stuck sick. on the yeah. word f- food
0: foodling. Foodling,
1: right, um, right, right, right. We're talking about line of sight and standing right, yeah, up and seeing sight patterns, sight of sight of yeah.
0: patterns. Yeah, patterns. It's it's super cool to, to start to see that. And, and that's the other thing too, is um, not to take anything away from the amazing paddlers who who do amazing things and outriggers. But I think the other thing that, that I enjoy working on and I enjoy watching you do and um, some of the other, um, you know, elite guru uh, downwinders, um, that downwind paddlers, like Jeremy Riggs and Susie Cooney, uh, is the footwork. and And using, you know, learning how to listen to the board and work with the board and use a combination of, of your your whole body and culminating with your feet and then paddle technique to to kinda I mean it's a really elegant dance to right to me.
1: Right, yeah. No, I, I had a great time watching you take my personal bayonet 17 yesterday and you did some amazing dance moves that like that that made that made me smile from ear to ear i was like wow i don't even do that on my bayonet you know and and that was beautiful watching you take the center line and you were you know doing your little dance moves and then you did it switch you know and it's one of those things
0: just let's just make it let's be perfectly clear (laughs) It was super light out there. I mean we're we're not yeah, you know, it but, was practically like Falls Lake at home yesterday. But but But,
1: but that being said, right, one of the, the most amazing things about Stando, as you said, in comparison to Surfski and, and, and OC, it's like those guys are fast. And when you see them go down the line and catch bumps, it's unbelievable. But um
0: And it's especially with the outrigger, it's a different um, kind of balance. I mean, to, right. to watch somebody who who is just so at one with their canoe, just you know, with a very very subtle, almost imperceptible flick of the hip, lift that ama or outrigger up off while the water on a bump, and, while on a bump. Yeah, is, is, it is, is a beautiful is, thing. Uh, yeah, amazing. And then just the sheer speed and finesse of the surf ski paddlers. I mean, it's its it is it phenomenal so i don't I've, mean to I've, be i've
1: shared so here's the thing i've shared party waves right with with outrigger guys and surf guys and you know it's an it's a beautiful thing and sometimes you know everyone's like looking at each other going, going yeah party wave party wave and you have this thing where you've got this magnetism right so all of a sudden you know it's like when you're driving and you feel like someone's looking at you and you look over, and they're looking at you, and you're like, wow, that's weird. So on the water, you get that weird, like, okay, we're all sharing a party wave together. That's awesome. And then you look over, you're like, uh-oh, we're getting closer. <laughs> and, and on a board, we can step back,
0: we can step and, back. We cut can and
1: cut to the left right and cut to the right and get out of dodge because we can. We can right. even, I, I can even drop down and sit on my board and drop my legs in the water and have them act as brakes. Right. So then, you know, when you get to a point where it's like, okay, yeah, that's a little... We're getting a little close, but right. it's a beautiful thing, you know. Um,
0: <clears throat> well, I've I, paddled
1: I, with, go ahead, go
0: ahead. I, I think too, I mean, just again, because I'm sure that we might have some folks listening who are like, why is she hating on the long boats? Oh, not I'm, at all. I'm afraid to take my outrigger out here. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just... Yard
1: sailing with an outrigger yeah, is... I'm yeah,
0: just, I'm just... That, that scares me. And I'm just... My, and in the ski, I'm my remounting in the ski is still not yeah. where it needs to be to be safe. Yeah. So um, I'm just more confident in my sub-skills.
1: You know what's funny, right? Like at these race events that we go to that I absolutely love, you know, some of those... Some of my my friends on on surf skis and outriggers going like, oh, wow, so after all this time, you, you don't want to go faster, you know, and, and because we are on the slowest form of vessel out there on the water, and, and I really don't mind being on the slower vessel, you know, if I have to do a rescue, we're on a big plank at the end of the day, right, right. You, could, you could throw your torso on the board, and not even have to climb on, and know that the board's there, and you can just wait, and I wouldn't be able to, to do a rescue in the same way on an OC or on a surf oh, ski right. because yeah, it's like sure. you're always in go mode. You've got to just like get on it and go. Whereas on a paddleboard, like I've had customers that have fallen and they're they're really, really tired at this point in time and I'll go up to them and we'll just kind of catamaran and you, you create a raft and you just like, hey, take your time. Right. Just throw your torso on, take your time. You don't have to climb on just yet and, and rescues are slower on a paddleboard but it also gives you like an extension of time and 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 that's what I like about paddleboarding and going back to the footwork thing right it's like I am like a gorilla on a baguette right it's like (laughs) I'm 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 this clumsy guy I'm kind of bulldozy um whether you know I was always kind of a crappy skater even though when I was younger I had these ideas that I was better I'm I'm clumsy, like I will, the curb will take me out, you know, a pine cone will take me out. Oh, that's and, the worst. You know, or and, the,
0: in, in, when we, in North Carolina on our greenways, we, we have um, gum trees and those gumballs, okay. those little seed pod gumballs, yeah. they're about golf ball size. Yeah,
1: yeah. Get caught oh, underneath, wham, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's like on, on a paddle board. I've credit carded myself, I've tripped over, I've taken a paddle to the face and, you know, there's people that I've paddled with that have never experienced that type of clumsiness. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I am that guy, you know, getting credit carded with a paddleboard, that hurts and you're just like, wow, of course I did that.
0: Wait, what exactly do you mean by credit carding?
1: Uh, when you slide, uh, when your foot slips off the board and it goes between your legs and the board credit card slides between your legs.
0: Oh. Wow.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. And sometimes oh, it that's happens. Leave a mark. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I said, gorilla on a baguette, right? But the beauty of stand-up paddling <laughs> is, you know, there, you
0: there's an art design in that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it has allowed me to work on footwork at my own rate and still feel like, wow, I I can do this, right? Stand-up paddling made riding conditions out here, like downwinding. It made it accessible to me. You know, I went out there and I, and I, you know, I first rode with like, you know, Art Aquino and Lance Leisure and, and Bruce Barry. And I said, damn, I can't do this shit. It's too hard. Like, I'm not nimble and i don't have the ninja skills to do that like maybe i'll also be yet another shitty downwinder like i am a shitty skater you know and and i was just like wow this this okay it's cool, you know, I don't have the opportunity to go out there and surf, I'm freaking clumsy, like, I could see myself being, like, that dumb jackass that doesn't know the surf rules, and putting my knee to the board, and, you know, taking more paddle shots to my face, and, like, losing an eye, you know, and, 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 you know, right, you know, and and stuff like that happens, and then, you know, I met up with the right guys, you know, like, Art took me out downwinding, and taught me some of the basics, and, you know, my friend Sean Thomas went out with me and then and then Bruce Berry, who like, you know, we went out downwinding and he was super patient with me and you know taught me a lot about like the wind and and you know what the water's doing and he waited up for me a lot and I'm like, damn, you don't have to do that. You know? And and you realize that there's there's people out there that want to ride with you. And I was always like you know, I was always under the in, in, impression of the past is like, man, if you're not good enough, people won't want to ride with you. So I was under the impression, I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll just keep working at this on my own. And you start meeting the right people and it becomes an amazing thing because you get out there. And if you're with the right people, you know, like paddling with a buddy because the conditions can get big, right? It's mother nature at any given point in time, it can change, which means it could also switch off. So you can go from downwind conditions to mindwind wind conditions to straight up flat winding, and then it becomes social winding, right? You're just freaking chit chatting, and you're like, "Wow, okay, flat water paddle." We're overdressed, you know. <laughs> but it's what one-
0: yesterday we were, we were out on the run with um, some lo- local groms, mm-hmm. um, Kira Buchanan and uh, Bodie, Bodie Bodie Von Alman Alman, yeah, who is. One to watch. Yeah. One to watch. He's Um, a rad kid. And, you know, they were like, well, we can draft. (laughs) And I'm like, I didn't drive 3,000 miles with my SIC Bullet V1 to draft.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To flat wind? To flat wind and to draft. draft. Yeah. He has a really good attitude about it. Yeah. Yeah, We're um,
0: going to chit chat with him. (laughs) <laughs> um, before the week is out, for sure. But yeah, it, it, it is, um, you're right. Mother Nature, wherever you are, right, is, is always changeable, and you, you, never, you never know when things are just going to turn off. And, and they do turn off. Um, I've seen them t- turn off here. I've seen them turn off uh, on Maui. I've had both Malika and Kihei runs that just shut down.
1: And the opposite can happen, too.
0: And the opposite can happen. You you can be out there
1: on a really nice, fun, medium day, and then the wind pushes through, and it gets really big.
0: Yeah.
1: And you just have to always pay attention to, you know, like the the environment, you know, have your situational awareness radar always on, look around.
0: And that risk management plan. Right. I remember... um, A couple years ago, I I went out um, to do some training with Susie on Maui, and um, it was completely flat, and the trade winds had shut down, and so we were just going to paddle the Maliko Run just to see the reef, you know, and just kind of learn lines and channels and, Mm -hmm. and whatnot, and I don't think we were an hour into it, if even... And we had stopped to um, take some pictures because there was a bunch of sea turtles. And all of a sudden, Susie's face, she's she's looking around, and her face just changes, and she says, Lisa, we have to get off the water now. Kona wind is coming. And a Kona wind is wind that comes um, usually from the south. So it's a crosswind if you're on Maliko. And it will push you out to sea, and offshore, it's, yeah. it's offshore wind, yeah, yeah. and it's super dangerous. And I'm looking around, going, you know, there's not even a there's not even a texture on the water. I'm like, I, I don't. And she's like, No, we have to get off the water now. And so we, you know, ended up going. We were right near one of those surf spots with a little channel, so we we went in there. And um,
1: meanwhile, you're thinking it's a prank.
0: No, meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile I'm thinking. Like, oh, I'm whoa. thinking if Susie Cooney says it, it must be true mm-hmm. because it is true. Yeah, and and she is the boss of me, right, right, as everyone knows. But um, you know, it's it's like that situational awareness,
1: being in tune with what's about to hit you. It is real about to fast. hit. Yeah. And, you
0: know, if you're out there and you're not from there and you don't understand how changeable those things can be, yeah, you can get caught with your pants down, and it's not fun.
1: It happens all summer long out here. You know, and, and, you know, luckily we don't have offshore winds, Mm -hmm. you know, because some of the gusts here are super gnarly. I've seen boards fly, you know, and like pretty much like try to shoot copters out of the sky. And I've seen people here try to downwind on like, you know, little nine foot inflatables and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not, it's not that type of river. And even if you are on like a moving like whitewater river, you, you just... You need to have the right people with you, and it's really hard because, you know, being a steward out here, you you want to look out for folks, and you want to make sure that everyone's got the right info, and and a lot of people just don't want to deal with it, you know. They'll be out here, and they'll be like, "Hey, I'm fine. You mind your own business," and I'll be like, "Okay, just just be safe and have a plan," you know. It's like a couple of summers ago. I did so many rescues, especially on holiday weekends, where people go out on the big donuts. You know, they're like, "Hey, I'm uh-huh. on the river. I'm off, I'm floaty." So they're in like cut off jeans, and they got a beer in one hand, and they're floating down the river. And I'm just like, "Hey, so how are you planning on getting back?" And they were like, "Well, I was going to, you know, like paddle with my hands." And 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 so. He asked them, "Is like okay? So did you realize that you were at the beach at Waterfront Park and you drifted kind of fast down to Wells Island?" And they were like, "Yeah, I noticed that." <laughs> and, and 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 so you know you just ask them, I "Was like so now you're on Wells Island and you're calling for help? Who was gonna pick you up?" And and they just they just didn't really think much of it, right? They're out at the beach and they drifted into the river. And he started going down current, and and so you tow him back, and they're looking at you and they're like, "Oh, wow! So, does this happen very often?" And I'm like, um, "It happens more often than we would like, and and I and I hope you've, you understand that if you catch yourself moving that fast, you want to kind of get back to where you were at the beach, like waiting around, you know, and and it's just one of those things where you get that with with all sorts of Folks, and it's like it's not like we don't want folks to enjoy the water, but you have to kind of understand the environment, you right. know. And then you've also got folks that, you know, um, they're exceptionally good paddlers, and they do a lot of racing, and they want to get out when it's big, like you know, it's nuking, and pumping, and all these like, you know, words that I don't really understand sometimes because it just describes a whole. It's it's vocal vomit, right? It's like you know, guys are like, ah, gnarly nuke nuke. pumping you know mavericks I'm I'm like okay you know sometimes people describe stuff and you're just like I okay cool if it gets you excited awesome Uh, please be safe you know uh, please wear a leash (laughs) please go with a buddy because you can't you, you can't watch over everyone and and a lot of folks need to get schooled to understand that they shouldn't just go wing anything
0: Right.
1: You know, um, I've helped quite a few folks out in the middle of the river that got schooled and they were scared. And, you know, I've towed them to the Oregon eddy line and I've even accompanied them. And these are my personal runs, right? Like I'm going out and I just want to go and have fun. And you see somebody out there and they look really confused, right? And their their leash is wrapped around the tail of their board twice. And, And they're just like, and they're just confused because they're probably sapped out of energy they probably don't know where to go because this it's obviously their first They went and rented a board and got out there and they're like okay well there's one you know there's one drop off and there's one take out and i guess i'll just go and then get out and they don't realize that they're drifting towards swell city and they, they're seeing all these kiters and windsurfers and they're sitting down and they're like, oh, oh no, no, no. And you can see that look on their, you can see right. it in the body language from right. afar. And I'll usually, you know, um, depending on where I see them and if I'm with a customer or not, um, there's been several occasions where the customer was actually at the level where we both went out there together and um, we kind of brought them back. We kind of bumped them and encouraged them to get back you know, into the Oregon line so they, they were safe again. And it's good training for the customer. Right. You know, it's really good training for the customer to also eventually become a steward out here on the river, right? Like that type of awareness is, is key. And it allows the customer to understand, hey, so these guys that we see stranded out there, they've passed that middle line. And once you, you get sucked out to the current on the Washington side... You, you need to know that it takes a lot of effort to come back and you need right. you need some more like advanced skills to be able to you know um, cut to the left or to the right and to ride down the line rather than just catch one bump and go straight right. so usually folks that get stuck out there they're they're looking down at the nose and they're just sprinting catching the one bump and then like getting pushed and wherever the wind is pushing them it's pushing them to you know and they're going fast and not paying attention and all of a sudden it's like wait I'm over on the washington side and 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 now we are we don't know how to get back because they're trying to sweep and they're trying to paddle on their knees and and they can't because there's a little bit of you know south in the wind so it's like pushing them to the washington side and they they don't realize that You know, there are skills that you can learn to be able to cut and zigzag across. So when you're zigzagging, it it gives you the option to not always go with the wind. And, um, And so when you're zigzagging, all of a sudden when the wind changes on you and it gets fickle like it does, I've been on the river with you. Several times now where the wind you're just like, wait, what just happened there? Right? It happens. You know? It's temperamental, right?
0: Yesterday it was it was crazy because there were three of us, it was you and Paul. Paul from New Zealand and I. And we were all kind of clustered together and like Paul was sort of in the middle. Right. And you were to the left of him and I was to the right of him. Yeah. And it was and about was a twenty
1: a, foot gap between each one of us, right?
0: Yeah, and the conditions in that gap were completely in just this short little space, hundred percent different. You know, I'm kind of stuck in this sticky, nothing's happening, and you guys are catching all the bumps. And I'm like, but and, I'm right here. Yeah,
1: and 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 I was. Paul was closest to me right cuz he was in between us and it was maybe like a 40 50 foot span. Yeah. And
0: and the where I was just that change. Yeah,
1: and 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 then you know we had several of the others that were in the group yesterday that 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 caught several bumps and they rolled out to the right, you know, and and they caught the bumps and they paddled out to the flat. And this is like, "Hey, look up. Look up, you. You caught the roller and you rode it out and now you're you're like you're in the the glassy water and it's kind of an interesting thing where like once again we go to like the whole situational awareness it's like you know and and if you want to go and paddle out to where it's flatter and it's more like mirror-like conditions and you want to have you know some moments to reflect (laughs) then that's great but if you want to downwind you want kind of want to like look for the patterns where it's like hey this is where I can string more along and and you know it's like it, it takes a while to develop the skills to um, you know learn how to use your rails and learn how to position your body right. and and and, 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 think, and and it's a beautiful thing because everybody unlocks those skills differently right and
0: I think the thing <clears> that's helped me do that more than anything well, two things really surfing because that teaches you how, how to use those rails mm mm-hmm. um, and whitewater.
1: Yes. Yeah. And white
0: but, whitewater, you, you you have to learn to use the rails too, but then you also have to learn to use that paddle as more of a multi-tool. So it's more, you have to learn to use the paddle like a Leatherman. Right. Instead of just a butter knife. Right. Yeah. Or, or a, yeah. you know, a, a, something that's that, very specific. Know, just to yeah. go, we're going to move the board. to yeah. move the board forward. That's what the paddle's for. No, right. you have to use the paddle for all kinds of different things: for steering, for uh, stability, for uh, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And, there's there, and there's, nothing teaches you that any better than than whitewater because you don't have time to be. Switching your paddle from side to side. You have to learn how to do it all on one side.
1: Yeah, the way that you respond and react to, you know, and and with white water, it's like you plan your path down the water.
0: Yeah, right. Water reading is. You plan it, and it
1: never goes the way you want it to because half the time you'll be, you know, you'll do like, you know, three to five paddle strokes. And you're like, all right, I'm in the spot that I want to. And all of a sudden now you get bumped a little bit and you're completely right. like angled the wrong way. And you don't have time to switch sides. No. You have to know yeah. how to use your entire body and the paddle to pull you to, to right. correct right. your course. Yeah. And, and you,
0: you can take those skills and, and apply them to downwinding.
1: Yeah. Some... Particularly
0: in water like this.
1: Yes. Yeah. Which... And, and, and a lot of our, our customers that have had some whitewater paddling skills, they know how to um, use the blade of the paddle as a front rudder, Right. you know, and all right. of a sudden you're, you're paddling at the angle of 10 and 2 and you're constantly pulling yourself forward because you don't ever want to back paddle. To steer, that's gonna just like hurt your body, right? And you don't want to sweep a lot. It's like because really, you know, um, the opposite to surfing, right? With with downwinding is that like you're looking forward, you're never looking over your shoulders, right. so you are essentially like hooking the back of the swell in front and pulling yourself right. toward into it to catch more bumps in front of you. So it's
0: and that, that was probably the when when I took some subsurfing lessons you know <clears throat> the instructors were like you know don't you're looking forward you need to keep your eye on that wave behind you keep the uh, you know keep looking at the wave you're downwinder aren't you
1: yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah and yeah the,
0: and the other the other tell for that was well you downwind don't you yeah, how do you know? Well, you look at the you don't look at the wave, and um, instead of um, really getting into full on surf stance, you you just kind of step back and lean on your back leg. <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, and, and and the funny thing is when I when I take surfers out downwinding, they're always looking over their shoulder, right? Right. And then they wait for the swell to come up to them, and then they're sprinting like for dear life and they're hammering really hard and then they fall off the backside of the swell and that that look of dejection they're like oh you know and I always have to remind them it's like hey you you don't have to wait in line there's there's hundreds thousands more bumps to catch like take your time but you know in surfing it's like out of the out of the lineup you gotta wait if you miss if you miss that wave then you gotta get to right. the back and of the line, and you gotta
0: pick the right one. Right. Well, you still have to pick the right bump here, but sure. but it's like you said, you missed that one, and there's 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 a hundred yeah right around you. And so.
1: and the beauty of downwinding here is the Viento parking lot can be full, and you get out here on the water, and you can still draw the line on the water and pick your own line, and you don't have to worry about getting in someone's way. You can still right. paddle and have your run. As, like, a run to recharge your soul, hit reset, and you look over and someone's like, Hey, how's it going? Right on, you know, you cheer each other on. Whereas with surfing, it's just like, you know, it, it, there's etiquette. And, you know, with downwinding, I would say the downwind etiquette here is look out, see someone in trouble, go help them out. You know, don't be a jerk. If you have some snacks, don't chuck your snacks, you know, the wrapper in the water. This, you know, it's basic common sense etiquette. You know, it's like if you see someone struggling with their board, like getting it to the water because it's gusty and it's like trying to transport a coffin, take a moment out and help them out. Like, you know, and, and it's, it's just small, small things, but when it gets big and the, you know, it's right before race, like things get out of hand and and people forget that, you know, it's like, don't, you know, if you're, if you catch a string of bumps and and you, all of a sudden now you've, you've, you've caught five in a row, you can gain, quite some yardage on your buddy. Like look over your shoulder and make sure that your buddy hasn't fallen off yeah. and is struggling to get Stop back on. Wait. Yeah, you know, like things happen. Downwinding is clumsy, right? You break things, you know, you, you get tangled and, and all of a sudden it's just like, you know, um a lot of folks think that falling in the water is like, oh man, if I'm falling I, it means I suck, or they you know, there's a strange connection to falling and humiliation right Mm -hmm. so it's like people fall in the water and they think oh man i freaking suck this this is this is this is crappy man i i fell like five times already and and it hasn't even been like 15 minutes damn you're in a washing machine it's like go easy on yourself you know and and the more you tell yourself that, that that you're like oh i shouldn't be falling so much you're not Thinking of the right things and, and and it makes you go down. And sometimes what you gotta do is just sit on your board, watch the water, let that entire set go, and hit reset. Right. You know, because people struggle and struggle and struggle to catch the bump, and it, it, what what happens? They fall in again. Right. right. So, like I shared with you earlier on, I'm like the gorilla on a baguette. If if I can going to start right, calling if,
0: you BG. If, baguette gorilla. So <laughs> hey, BG. So, so
1: if. Love, if if I can down if <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. If I can downwin, anyone can. Uh-oh. Right? It's, it's, it's that thing where I am clumsy. I am a low cadence paddler. I am slow. Like you want to see a slow flatwater paddler, have fun. Stick me on a race board and watch me at a flatwater race. It's like I might as well provide back sweep. I can do that. You know, but it's like, I don't, I'm not super fast and I'm not one of these guys that's like, oh yeah, I've got like these ninja skills, right? I, I don't, you know, proclaim to be some type of like wicked technical guru person because I'm not and I know it and I've, I've come to terms with that, right? Like to me, there's an aspect of downwinding that is, is, is it's, it's, it's about the connection, right? It's about what the water does for you right like you know way back when when Troy Neberker started Monster and Sea and I I chat with him and you know we heard the unfortunate news about Angie and and all of our hearts just just like Monster and
0: Sea is a wonderful um, organization that supports uh, families uh, who are dealing with cancer and uh, it was started by this fellow Troy who's in Washington and um it's, it's an amazing thing. I think 30, 30 teams across the country in the world now every spring do these grassroots paddle, 24-hour paddle fundraisers, and the money goes directly into envelopes that go directly into the hands of, of families that are, are dealing with, um, with cancer. So that's, that's, the, that's the background on
1: Troy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and both Lisa and I have been on 24 teams, and it's, it's a really amazing thing to go out and do. Um, but so going back to when I first spoke with Troy when he when he just started Monster and Sea, we were talking about like what the water does for everyone, right? Like I know that you connect with, with the water in a different way than I do, but all of us that love the water connect with it in some way. And and that's the thing with downwinding here. Like the primary focus is how do you connect with the water? Like what does it do for you? And I mean, of course, some people come out here and, and they want to like, you know, check off some bucket list thing and they just want to do it and say that they did it and, 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 and that's okay. I've learned to be okay with that. It's a strange concept <laughs> for me because it's like I've fallen in love with it and I didn't know that it was accessible to me until I met these folks that inspired me to keep doing it. Um, but it's like I go out there and, you know, typically I share with customers is like, oh, all right, so... What does the water do for you? Like, how do you connect with it? And really, like with downwinding, it's like, how do you keep building that connection with the water? You know, ocean water is so different. Salt water is so different than fresh water. But with fresh water, it's not just lakes, right? You look at these river paddlers, right? You look at all these phenomenal guys like, you know... Mike Tavares. Mike Tavares, Spencer Lacey. You watch them go down and you're like, wow, they connect with this moving water in such a different way. You know, you look at, uh, um, you know, uh, well, Brittany Parker and Natalie Zollinger and. Ben Freiberg.
0: And, yeah. And. In, in, in And his wife, Kim, in Tennessee, different river, different gorge. Yes,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. It's a different gorge, and and, and, and it's such a powerful thing. There's so many different forms and energy that the water takes on. And over here, it's very different because, wow, the downwinding that I did before, you know, up in the Washington areas, it's nothing like this over here. It's not apples to apples. I've never been to Maui and, and and I, I yeah. know that when I go out to Maui and I, you know I hit up like Jeremy and Susie to take me out, it's going to be a very different experience. You know, I look at the photographs that your photographs, and you know, uh, when Tony Galang went out there, I looked at his photographs. I'm like, wow, how crazy! The water texture is so different, and it's a beautiful thing. It's not just like yeah. you know, uh, every day I get out on this river, I'm learning something new. You know, whether it's about the environment the weather myself um, my equipment that i test and it's just like i know that when i go out to another location it's like you want to go with somebody that has you know the local knowledge to make sure you do it safely and to have a good time right and just yeah. to learn about the water and the conditions like i can't even imagine what it was like when you were out with susie and susie said we need to get off the water now right, because I went to, I was on uh, Kona for a sales meeting, you know, back at a company I used to work with, and we were just out at the beach, and the local lifeguards were signaling for people to come in, and I was just like, ah, it's just a bit of wind, you know, and all of a sudden, the gusts started picking up, and you could see, like, Gosh, it was like the inflatable beds that people, you know, the blow up mattresses. Yeah, yeah. They started flying out to sea yeah. like crazy fast. Yeah. And I was like, I'd never witnessed that type of wind in my life. You know, it's like that was nuts. You know, I, I grew up in Hong Kong and I've seen like crazy typhoon winds that would take down like like billboards. You know, right. and, and but I've never, you know, and so wind does a different thing. Weather is different everywhere. Right, and, you know. and
0: back in North Carolina, the big thing that we've got to be mindful of, especially inland, is the thunderstorms. Because those things can just pop up, you know, like that. And when, when I teach my flat water classes, um, especially if they're in the afternoon, when the thunderstorms are more likely to pop up. Uh, My head's on the swivel and I'm constantly looking at the sky and looking at the clouds. And if I see something suspicious, then the phone comes out and I'm checking the radar. And yeah, so yeah, and it's and those conditions and those risks are different for every location.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and this river has so many little pockets in so many spots right I mean the classic run is the Viento run right like that seven and a half mile run from Viento State Park to event site because you know from a logistics standpoint you can you know you drive on the I-84 freeway the park it's a straight line right so you can you, you know you can park at Viento you finish at event site and there's parking on both ends and you know it's 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 easier logistics because it's it's a run that's like been popularized, you know, it's also the same run that's used for the gorge paddle challenge and you know, so it's it's this thing where it's like, Okay, so along the way at least like if you need to bail, I mean, you've gotta climb up the rocks and you've gotta jump the railroad tracks. It's yeah, not it's that safe. Not the easiest yeah.
0: place to have a bailout and no. you know, on on. You know, back home, if I'm if we're doing graveyard, you know there are any number of places where you can bail out. Any number of places. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kihai side of Maui, you can kind of look and you can, you can see where the beaches are, and you can see where the break in the reef is that you can get through. And to a certain extent, the same thing on on North Shore on the Liko side, a little bit. Sometimes the reefs. You know, it's North Shore, so the waves could be bigger. Right, right, But but there's always a bailout place. Yeah. The first time I did the run here with you, what, three years ago, that was the thing that struck me. Was Was that the first time, really? Oh, my gosh, okay. It was like, there's really no easy, good bailout spot, except for right here at Split Rock. Yeah, yeah. But then you've got to climb up a big hill to even get to a highway to flag somebody down or call somebody or whatever it is. So yeah, well, we could go on and on and on and on and on, but we probably should wrap it up because, well, we have we have, we have bumps to catch.
1: Yes, we do. It, hopefully. I,
0: I, I'm, I don't I see, see anything. I,
1: I see a few speckles out there and, and hopefully it builds up. I, I think uh, right around two o'clock is when it's going to get good today. Um, I did not realize that three years ago that was your first run here. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you've yeah. you've definitely built your relationship with this river, and it's been really awesome watching you connect with it each time you come out. You've you've definitely kept you've been unlocking your skill sets. I'm seeing more dancing oh, with you on the you. board. It's yeah. really awesome. It's I, a I see. to learn. Yeah. West hey, me torn. too. Right. Never, me too.
0: You never know at all. Yeah. And I don't even presume to. At you two with the relationship with the river. It, on some Facebook group today and somebody posted something about Crazy Crush Wednesday. So who's your crush today? And, you know, all these people are posting pictures of, you know, whoever it is. I can't keep up with the
1: daily things. Oh my gosh. It's so nuts. And
0: they're posting pictures of, of spouses or... celebrities or or whatever whatever it is and so i threw up a picture of the gorge yeah i'm crushing on this lovely named columbia today
1: oh right on so
0: um joel how can people find you
1: um you can find me um with my uh you know on social media i'm downwind hood river on instagram and on facebook i am stoke on the water um and and Otherwise, you know, you can find me at Joel Yang. But Stoke on the Water and Down River is the easiest way to find me. Awesome. Um, I'm also connected through Big Winds. So it's like that's the shop that pretty much opened the door for me that I'm right. eternally grateful for.
0: And um, we would be remiss if we didn't mention SIC Maui.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, they have been unbelievable in supporting um, Stoke on the Water I am... I, I would have been using their gear regardless.
0: <laughs> but... And that's a whole other Yeah, broadcast. that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but, you know, like, out here... It, yeah,
1: it. out here, it's been a real privilege to, to be supported by, you know, these guys that have pretty much, like, had my back. And it's such a nice feeling to feel like the gear that you absolutely love is the gear that works and you know we do like a lot of feedback sessions and you know big wins always like sends people my way and has my back and it's like this mutual like ohana thing and it's it's so nice so i am very grateful to you know represent sic and that's that's really for another podcast yeah it's because, totally yeah, another podcast but it's it's been amazing to be out here on the gear and and uh and thank you for having me on this podcast. It's, it's a privilege.
0: Well, thank you yeah. for the, the privilege of, of being here and paddling with you. So let's go. Let's yep. go get one. All right.
1: Let's get out there.
0: Right. Awesome. Paddle All the Things is part of DistressedMullet.com and is powered by Mullet Media. Find us on Facebook at Paddle All the Things, on Instagram at Oak OakCityElement, and on DistressedMullet.com. I'm Lisa Schell. See you on the water.